or what is the reason for possible podcasting podcasting but don't know how do you want to make money from your podcast do you want your podcast to be broadcast on various platforms you have one single answer to all your question anchor anchor helps you to create and edit your podcast it shares your podcast across various other podcasting platforms like spotify breaker google podcast all you need to do is anchor this cannot record your podcast and anchor does the rest anchor the one stop podcasting platform for you morning welcome to another episode of history under your feet today we take a look at the life of nana fadnavis the maratha machiavelli as he was called by the british the man who was responsible for preserving the maratha empire even after the disaster of panipat why is a small town located in maharashtra satara districts the town is famous for its numerous ghats on the krishna river and the old temples here it gave rise to two of the most important families in indian history one was the tambe family here the daughter of moropan tambe who went on to become a certain rani of jhansi the other from the raste family kopika bai was a wife of the third peshwa nana sahib or balaji bajirao it has also been a favorite location of bollywood in recent times with movies like swadesh and ganga jal being shot here Just 3 kilometers away from Boy is a small village called Menawali on the banks of the Krishna. One of the main attractions here is a huge pada built during the 18th century having a large perimeter with a six quadrangular wall. And on the bank of the Krishna here are two old temples dedicated to Vishnu and Maheshwari. The person who built that famous wada as well as the temple also received the village of Menawali as a gift from Bhavanrao Trimbukpant of Aund and Raghunath Ganesham Mantri of Sitara he was one of the most influential ministers of the Maratha era Nana Fadnavis the secretary to Sadashivrao Bau one of the few who survived the carnage at Panipat as prime minister of the Maratha confederacy he brought it back to the days of glory after the humiliating route at Panipat a man who defeated the british twice with his intelligence and diplomacy prompting them to call him the Maratha Machiavelli His real name was Balaji Janardhan Bhanu and he was born in Satara district. Nana was his nickname. His grandfather Balaji Bhanu had migrated from the seaside town of Srivardhan in the Konkan region and was a close friend of the first Peshwa Balaji Vishwanath Bhatt. Balaji saved the Peshwa once from the Mughals and in gratitude he was conferred the title of Fadnavis. Later when the Peshwas ruled over Pune he rose among the ranks as the minister of finance. In line with the tradition Balaji Bhanu inherited his grandfather's name and title the Peshwa treated him on par with his sons Vishwasrao Madhavrao and Narayanrao ensured he had the best of education too the Maratha rout and the massacre at the third battle of Panipat was a shock too harsh to bear for the Peshwa Balaji Rao and he died grieving the loss in a temple in Pune it was a critical juncture in the history of the Maratha confederacy Panipat was a blow not just to the Maratha empire but also to its honor and prestige They lost their head Vishwasrao as well as their finest commander Sadashirao Bau. Jankoji Shinde was captured and executed by the Afghans. The empire was in a total financial mess with a whole lot of accumulated debts. 
There was no control of the administration. Funds were being embezzled. Madhara, who took over Peshwa, was just 17 years old. He inherited an empire that was coming to terms with a humiliating route, as well as internal dissension and anarchy. It was in such a situation that Nana Fadnavis played a crucial role in guiding the young Peshwa. Along with Gopal Rao, Patwardhan, Trimbakrao Pete and Ram Shastri, Fadnavis advised the Peshwa and steered the affairs of the state in the right direction. With right guidance from Fadnavis, the Peshwa began to look into the accounts and treasury. In no time, the treasury keeping was regulated, pilferage was brought on and soon the Maratha Empire came back to normal financial condition. The military two victories of the Nizam brought back the lost pride of the Marathas post Panipat. However, Mother Rao passed away soon and his younger brother Narayan Rao became the next Peshwa. And unlike his brother was too immature and incapable of running the administration. The ambitious and scheming Ranganath Rao, brother of Palaji Baji Rao, the uncle of Narayan Rao, saw this as a ripe opportunity to seize the throne for himself. Raghunath Rao or Raghavba, as he was called, had always wanted to succeed as the next Peshwa. During Madhavrao's time, he had constantly conspired against him and even joined hands with the Nizam for overthrowing him. However, Madhavrao, with able guidance from Fadnavis, had managed to counter these plots and outwit Raghavba. Sensing an opportunity the weak Narayan Rao as Peshwa, Raghavba got him murdered in 1773. With Narayan Rao's wife Gangabai still pregnant, then Raghavba became the Peshwa for the second time. However, Nana Fadnavis never accepted a wicked manipulative person like Raghavba becoming the Peshwa. In what was called the Bharabai conspiracy along with 11 other Maratha Sardas, Fadnavis overthrew Raghavba and took over the affairs of the state. Welcome back. Now the Barabai Council was made up of Tikojira Holkar, Mahaji Sindhya, Haripan Fatke, Moruba Fadnavis, Sakaram Bapu Pokil, Trimbakrao Mama Pete, Faltankar, Bhagwan Rao Pratnidhi, Maloji Kotpade, Sadar Raste and Babuji Naik. These 12 men formed the Regency Council known as the Barabai Council which in effect protected the infant Madhavrao II who at 40 days was the youngest ever Peshwa. While Madhavrao II Akash survived Madhavrao one was just a Peshwa in name. The actual power was in the hands of Nana Fadnavis in the Barabai Council. Fadnavis never cared for positions or titles. For him, the interest of the Maratha Confederacy was supreme. At a time of chaos and anarchy when selfish Maratha Sardas were looking for their own interests, he stood out as a beacon of integrity and selflessness. He was a visionary who knew the real enemies of the Marathas were the English and French traders. This was something overlooked often by Mahaji Sindhya, a great warrior but who did not have the foresight to see the danger posed by the British. He set up one of the strongest intelligence departments and spy network ever. Such an efficient network it was that an event in any corner of the empire would reach him within hours in his study room. He often warned Sindhya that if the British were allowed into the Maratha empire, India would soon be a subject nation. The Britishers on the other hand feared Fadnavis as he was the only one in the Maratha empire who could read their motivations well. They tried their typical dirty tactics to remove Fadnavis and appoint someone more pliable in his place. However, the public and Ashtapradhan's fully backing Fadnavis, they were unsuccessful in their attempts. With the scheming Raghavba tried to take Pune with the help of British, Fadnavis responded by forging an alliance with the Nizam and the Bosleys of Satara against them. Though the British signed a treaty with the Marathas at Surat in 1775, they could not take advantage of it due to Fadnavis. In desperation, they forced another treaty at Pune in 1777 with the sole object of removing Fadnavis. However, Nana counterattacked the British forces and inflicted a crushing defeat on them in 1779 at Pune. 
Knowing that the British gave no importance to treaties, Nana Fatnavis forced an alliance with the Nizam Hyder Ali, Nawab of Harcourt and the Mughal Emperor Shah Alam. Knowing this meant the sure end of British rule in India, the then governor Warren Hastings applied his tactics of divide and rule and got a treaty signed with Mahaji Shinde. The British once again had to eat humble pie thanks to the tactics of Nana Fatnavis. It was due to the efforts of Fatnavis that the Maratha Confederacy once again regained its power and they became the protectors of the Mughal Emperor Shah Alam. Nana Fatnavis passed away in 1800 and along with him so did the glory of the Maratha Empire. After him, the British took advantage of the selfish Maratha Sardars and eliminated them one by one. The sun had set on the great Maratha Empire post Fatnavis' death, but his legacy in restoring its pride after Panipat and preserving it forever would be remembered. On his Jayanti, take it time to pay a silent tribute to Nana Fatnavis, the man who was responsible for restoring the glory of the Maratha Empire post the disaster at Panipat and also preserved it against all odds, both from the internal and as well as external enemies. Naman.